Blog Talk Radio. From Los Angeles, California, it's Music Friday Live, the end of the week program brought to you by Solar City, your source of clean, sustainable energy. I'm your host, Patrick O'Heffernan, and I'm on every Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern on the Blog Talk Radio Network that's online and the Cyber Station USA Network, and they send it out to radio stations and all of our radio affiliates, bringing you today's hot new upcoming musical artists. Now, let me remind you, this is your show. These bands are here to talk with you, so you can call in. 347-215-7511. That's 347-215-7511. Or you can email your questions. You know, you're sitting there at work, and you've got your headphones on, and you're not really paying attention to that stuff on the computer screen, but you're listening to us. That's okay. You can email your questions. We get a lot of emails from, from people, so... Music Friday Live at gmail.com. That's Music Friday Live at gmail.com. Well, just before we have, before our first guest comes, and our first guest is going to be Eric Zane. He's got a new single out, and oh, you won't believe how good this is. But before we do that, we've got a couple of minutes here before our radio affiliates come on, and I just want to talk to you a bit about Apple. Apple is launching its own streaming service. Does anybody know why? I'm not sure what Apple can do for $10 a month that, you know, SoundCloud doesn't do or Spotify doesn't do or, you know, all the other streaming services don't do. Now, of course, it being Apple, they're going to do it their own special way, and it's going to look beautiful. But, you know, streaming music is streaming music. And and if you're going to pay $10 a month, um, you're you know, you get the same songs. I, I'm assuming that they're buying licenses to pretty much the same songs that everybody else is. Uh, what I do hope, though, is that the Apple streaming business will increase the amount of money they pay the artists because that's been a problem with, with streaming. As we move away from CDs, and everybody out there who buys music should be aware of this, when we move away from CDs towards streaming, the artists make less money. And believe me, it's tough to be a, a band these days, particularly an emerging band or a rising band or even a mid-list band. It's very tough. And CD sales are going down, and, you know, they make money on CD sales. I had a friend, I have a friend, who had 250,000 streams on Spotify, one of her songs. She got a check at the end of the year for 27 cents. Think about that. 27 cents. Things wrong there. <laughs> That's a recipe for at least one, if not two, day jobs. So my recommendation is, of course, if you really love the sound, you buy vinyl. Uh, but buy the CD. Chris, and when you buy the CD, you know, you get the artwork and you get the lyrics and you get you, you can get the artist to sign it. I mean, the, the CDs are really great. And they also see to it that the artist gets a better income stream. Go to the artist shows. And then buy the CDs there, too. And if you have to stream, you know, pick your streaming source. Like I say, I'm not sure whether Apple is going to be any better or any different than anybody else. But what I do hope is that they pay a lot more money to the artists. Okay? That's my thought for th today. We're going to take a quick break right now. We've got a little bit of business to do. And, we, and when we come back, Eric Zane's going to be with us. Don't go away. You're going to love this. Cameo Entertainment Group and CyberStation USA are now part of Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. With Stitcher, you can listen to live programming as well as archive radio programming right on your phone. To obtain Stitcher, just go to the App Store for your particular phone. Go to search, then type in Stitcher. That's Stitcher. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. Then download. It's that simple. Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. Convenient access to live and archive CyberStation USA programming on your mobile phone. That's Stitcher. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. CyberStation USA. Always on the go. I'm Patrick O'Heffernan, host of Music Friday Live, welcoming our radio listeners, particularly our radio listeners on KSKQ-FM in Ashland, Oregon. And for everybody that's vacationing this summer, Ashland's a great place to go. It's got the best Shakespeare festival in the country, as far as I'm concerned. All of you, join us by email, musicfridaylive at gmail.com. That's musicfridaylive at gmail.com. And you can call in and you can talk live on the air. 
347-215-7511. And after the show, check out our website, musicfriday.nationbuilder.com. You'll see some good you'll see my blog there, put new stuff in the blog, and also you'll see our uh, music reviews there too. Well, I love Eric Zane's music. He is always pushing the edge, he's always innovating, he's always doing his own great thing. Now, I've seen him live several times. I've seen him on big stages, and I've also seen him on small clubs. And in every time, he delivers. Every time, it's a performance to remember, and I think I remember all the ones I've seen. His success is no surprise when you look at the forces that formed him and his music. He has had the kind of life that demands independence, out-of-the-box creativity just to survive. He was born in Montreal, raised in the Congo, separated from his family during a war that forced him back to Canada where he survived on music. It was, became his solace and his passion. Well, it wasn't, belo- it wasn't long before that passion had him playing in places like the Sundance Film Festival and South by Southwest and the House of Blues on Sunset. He has a new single out, Spin the World, and it's now spinning on over 20 radio stations in Canada and the United States. But you know what? Best of all, he's right here with us today on Music Friday Live. Hi, Eric. Welcome back. Patrick, how are you? I'm doing well. It's so good to hear your voice and have you back on the show. Well, first of all, oh, it always is. First of all, let me congratulate you on Spin the World. Uh, You won the Subway Canada Fresh Tracks, and now you're on over 20 radio stations. You must be over the moon about that. It's uh, it's it's a thing called Future Star by uh, uh, Mel, Bell Media, and, and yeah, it was it's pretty incredible. But you know, it's 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 like the number one most added song in the entire country on all formats and radio stations. It's it means so much to me because that song is truly, um, I don't know, it's probably the one that I feel the closest to uh, of any song I've ever written. So it's 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 really great to see the reactions that. Um, that I'm getting in Canada, I have people emailing me, you know, texting me from all over the country that have been fans of mine for years, just hearing me on the radio now going, we knew it, we knew it, you know, it's it's really, it's definitely an amazing story. Well, I can hear the excitement in your voice there, but, and this, of course, this is your second breakout song, too, when we... When we had you back on the show on Valentine's Day last year, Maneater was going great guns, and it still is, so congratulations again. Uh, now you've been really busy. You've been you've been doing performances, the Canadian Music Week. You did showcases for Sunny uh, Music. You've been collaboration songwriting. Um, when do you sleep? Man, I'm I'm, I'm obsessed. Like it's I, I don't know, man. It's just like you know whether I go on vacation. Like all I think about twenty four seven is music. Before I go to bed, I'm thinking about how to finish a song I wrote. When I when I dream, when I sleep, I'm dreaming of a song. I wake up with it, then I just rush out. I mean, it seems like everything else I have to do, like eat, uh, you know, and even things such as like going to the gym or like buying clothes or whatever. All this stuff seems to get in the way of what uh what I want to do because really if if all I would ever want to do is even bypass sleep or food I just want to write music constantly and be on stage that's it you know so um <laughs> you know it's, it's it's just like I'm one of those guys where that's the only thing that interests me you know like when, when I'm talking to people a lot of times they'll see me distracted because I'm just hearing a song in my head you know I feel bad about that but well, well, of course, we're hearing one, too. And before we get much further, let's give our listeners a little sample of the breakout song, Spin the World, so they know what all the excitement's about.
I love that song. It, it is so sophisticated, and it's, it's addictive at the same time. Um, did it take a while to get all those elements working just right? Because there's an awful lot going on in that song. I wrote that song in probably 20 minutes, and it was done in an hour. <laughs> then I just uh, had to get the studio booked and just lay it down with the proper sonics. But, you know, generally songs like that, they come to me very, very quickly. Well, that's that's the mark of either a genius or a maniac or both. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, you got some interesting lyrics in there, and if you'll pardon my saying so, um, it seems to be kind of a big brag on yourself. Uh, you even but you know what? The, what? The, the funny thing is that it's the reason why I wrote it, I wrote it when I was at one of the downest times. So it was sort of an affirmation for me to make me feel better. It's my doctor. You know, the whole song was, you know, it's like, when you have a dream, you see the whole thing in your head, and a lot of times people are not in your head, so they don't know what the hell you're talking about, you know. And in this industry, especially, you know, you, you know, it's it's like you were talking about streaming. I mean, streaming is unbelievable, and I have I just have nothing but you know hope. I just know that it's going to change, and it's bound to change because it's impossible. I think it's uh, for every stream an artist gets. Point zero 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 seven cents per stream. Max Martin, who is the biggest songwriter in the world, I mean, I can't tell you how many billions of streams um, that he's had from this, from songs that he wrote. He received, I think it was something like a $40,000 check last year. You know, and you hear of like, uh, you know, what's his name, uh, Pharrell, who did Happy, uh, he got like a four thousand dollar check or something for like that song. It's unbelievable. So that's why Taylor Smith, know, of course, did what she did too. Well, as yeah. I said in the introduction, uh, you had an unusual childhood. Now we've talked about it before here, but I wonder when I hear you making it clear that you're going to not just succeed, but you're going to triumph. Did that, some of that determination come from your childhood? A lot of it comes from. Um, you know, a lot of it, it's funny because my brother was a musician and he's the one, he took me under his wing, you know, he was much older than me, but, uh, and he was a cool guy, you know, and instead of just brushing me off as, oh, you're just an annoying kid, he kind of took me under his wing and he was so cool, such a cool DJ, he had great taste in music, played me all the classics and that really motivated me uh, when he played me records like Prince and, you know, stuff like that, I, I was just, I was touched instantly. Um and the other part of it is the drive. A lot of the drive came when I got evacuated from the Congo and I saw how my family got torn up and they lost everything that they had. And the family that was really once tight now was broken up and spread all over the world and uh, they were just kind of broken. And I told myself, I said, I'm going to use this gift to uh, to reunite them. So, you know, you combine all of that and this is basically, you know, the whole recipe for my thing. Well, it, it seems to work. Now, I want to change the tempo a little bit uh, with this cut from your strolling album, and this is called uh, Blue Skies. I lose my mind. That's a great love song. Uh, was there a um, a special blue-eyed woman behind that song? Well, I mean, the whole song is about falling in love with a stranger. Because I mean, I'm I'm kind of a hopeless romantic. I'm always looking for the biggest love, <laughs> you know. So often, I'm just known to kind of just fall in love just too easily, you know. And and I think that's what the song is about. It just says, you know, you don't even know my name or who I am, you know. Uh, and it's like blue skies, like I just. I just fall in love with you again. And it's like, you know, it's the same love feeling for different, you know, different moments in my life. So I, I guess it's that elusive search for 
for love and, and finding it in just, you know, everything that passes by. That's that's what the song is about. Now, I hear that, ladies. He's looking for love. So uh, let, let's, uh, <laughs> let's make sure they know how to find you. Uh, where can they get your new single and your new albums and your and your albums? Uh, okay, well, you can find all my work um, at um, on iTunes at ericzane, E-R-I-C-Z-A-Y-N-E.com. Uh, if you want a quicker link, you can just go to ericzane.com. There you can stream Spin the World because it's not available on iTunes in the U.S. yet, uh, only in Canada because we're actually working out some deals right now for the U.S., very exciting stuff. Um, so it should be available soon, but you can go and listen to it on SoundCloud. And if you go to ericzane.com, there's all the links over there. You can join the newsletter. Uh, so, you know, you can, we'll let you know when we're coming to your town to play shows and there's my Instagram and YouTube and the whole thing is there. So definitely be in touch. Okay, ladies, you all heard that. If you want to start with uh, his website and work out from there, right? Well, I want to uh, just point out that that's a very sophisticated piece of music, um, and particularly with the the mood shifts and the tempo shifts in it. Uh, did that just flow real quickly like uh, uh, the other songs did, or did you have to sit and put that together piece by piece? I think that one was pretty quick, too. That one, you know, it's like I think um, there's certain songs that my songs either take about an hour to write or – Two years, <laughs> you know. <laughs> okay. Because you know what it is? Sometimes you download. I mean, I just, I don't think I write the music. It just gets downloaded to me, and I'm just lucky enough to receive it, and then I just listen, and it's all there, you know. But but if I lose that connection, then it can take a long time for me to get it back, and that's, you know, on that song. Uh, we are talking with Eric Zane about his new single, Spin the World, and how music gets downloaded into his head, and his recent album, Strollin'. And you can talk with him. You can call him here at 347-215-7511, or you can email us at musicfridaylive at gmail.com. And some of you are emailing us, so let, let's turn to the emails here, Eric. Uh, Selena, or Salina, pardon me if I mispronounce your name, in Phoenix. Um, wants to know where is Eric's tour schedule and information. There's nothing on his website except a photograph that's upside down. <laughs> oh, is it upside? I'm kidding. Um, there's a. There, I'm 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 currently putting the shows together because I'm taking four weeks off to finish this album. Um, I'm, I'm just so proud of this album I'm putting together. So I'm I'm not announcing any live shows yet until um, maybe July. So uh, the best place to look for it is on Facebook, um, and all the links are there in in that link that I gave you. Uh, there's a Facebook link. It's basically facebook.com forward slash Eric Zane, uh, and yeah, and we'll be announcing there probably in early July. Okay. All right. Well, here's a an email from somebody who has actually seen you uh, live, and this is uh, Manu in Los Angeles. And Manu says, I saw him live in Venice. I guess that must have been at the uh, Wits End. And, he want, and Manu wants to know, do you use the same band all the time? No, I'm always, I'm always switching it up. Like sometimes I play by myself. Um, sometimes I play with a six-piece band. Sometimes I play with a three-piece band. You know, I, I, I like to... I like to see my band more as a family with a lot of cousins, you know, and, and they all can fill in the parts. Okay. Well, you know, uh, I, I didn't want to let this slip by, but you just mentioned you're working on a new album. Oh, yeah. I'm so oh, yeah. This is probably the best. This is the best album I've ever done, hands down. Uh, when do we expect to be able to hear pieces of it? Um. I'm thinking, well, the whole album should be done. I just started, we started it uh, a week and a half ago. It should be done in about a month, um, a month and a half. So, so you, yeah. sh- you should get you should get some uh, some snippets pretty soon. Let me, course, in July, maybe. That means, of course, you'll have to be on the show again. <laughs> if you'll have <laughs> me, of course. <laughs> <laughs> it means I'll have to write a review, too. Uh, no, you, work- you, you're the best at that. <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, well, you know what you're the best at? You're the best at uh, songwriting and song singing. So here's another song, and this is from the, the album Strollin', and um, I think it's worthy of being put on repeat. 
called Memory. drums and island flavor and what is typically a blues and R&B song. Um, did that start as a fun experiment in reggae, or did you just sit down and decide to do a reggae song for this album? Well, you know what's funny? I mean, just just sidetrack. You know, on this album, what's funny is that I wrote this album five years ago, and it's it's an album that a lot of people that were involved in and fans were just like, what happened to this record? I never put it out. Uh, I was on tour with this band that I really loved and we developed such a tight sound and I had all these songs written and we went in the studio and we recorded it all in like a few days and then I just kind of kept it there and didn't do anything with it. And uh, I was like, you know what, I should release this album and that's what Strolling is, you know. Um, This song was originally written as a completely rock, uh, you know, it was a rock track and I, I thought it was a bit too much so I kind of switched it up and made it reggae and it really worked. It does too. It really does, uh, and 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 I, like I said, it's the kind of song that you like to put on on repeat. Uh, well, before we go any further, uh, once again, let, let's make sure that that we tell people where they can immerse themselves in everything Zane. So why don't you give them all those links again? Well, I would love for you guys to go and check out all my links. The quickest place to go is EricZane.com. E R I C. Z-A-Y-N-E dot com. Over there, you'll find all my social media links. Um, I'm posting on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, uh, all the time on YouTube. So you can go check out my music video on YouTube. Uh, you can, you know, get connected on Facebook with me to find out when my next shows are. Um, and you can go on SoundCloud and listen to Spin the World. And you can go on iTunes and buy every single piece of music I've ever done. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll be glad you did, too. Oh, we have some email here. We have email here from Canada. Um, oh, wow. Rena in Vancouver. These were heard way up in Vancouver. I guess they have Internet in Canada, don't they? Uh, Rena up in <laughs> Vancouver <laughs> says, um, first of all, two questions uh, for Eric. What songs? What is the song that took you two years to write? And the second question to Eric is, why would you ever want to live in Los Angeles when you can be up here in Vancouver with us? Um, I guess mostly, I mean, I spent a lot of time in Vancouver. I love Vancouver, but Jesus, I mean, I grew up in the Congo and I need the sun. And in Vancouver, there's a shortage of sun over there. It's like as much as Los Angeles has a shortage of water, they definitely don't have that in Vancouver. It just rains all the time. It's kind of depressive. So that's why I moved to Los Angeles right now. And uh, the song that took me two years to write, it's... um, it's not on the record yet because um, it's, I think it'll be on the next one. It's a beautiful song. Um, yeah, it's called Lost Letters, and it's really special. It's just, it's just that I couldn't figure out how to finish this special lyric, and it came to me uh, two years later. So, you know, that's, that's the one. Uh, you'll right. hear it on the next record. Well, actually, we have a couple of more emails here, several more emails here from Canada. I guess you've got fans in Canada, obviously. Uh, and they all ask essentially the same question. Will your next tour include your home country? Of course, probably first. Uh, because uh, the, the song is, you know, my song Spin the World is doing so well in Canada right now. Probably the first place we're going to tour is Canada. Um, I can't wait to go back. It's just such a great audience. And then after that, you know, uh, go down to the U.S. Um, yeah, so that's probably that's the plan. Okay, all right. Well, uh, you've, uh, while you were in Europe, you collaborated with the Swiss band Zabiz. Now, what was that all about? Did, did you release a recording <laughs> with them? 
That's, that, I love, I love, uh, yeah, I love them. Um, no, we're we're planning on recording uh, some music right now. They're actually here in Los Angeles. We did a show together here. Uh, they're from Switzerland. Um, yeah, they're just amazing. I mean, if you don't, if you didn't have them on your show yet, you really should. Coco is just she she makes every guy's heart melt. Uh, her brother Stay is just is just mind blowingly talented. They're incredibly cool. Like you really should have them. I I, I highly recommend it. All right. Well, a- after the show, uh, you can uh, send me their contacts, and I'll I'll uh, get in touch with them and and tell them uh, a. That that you sent me, okay? <laughs> right. Okay. Sent me. All right. All right. Sounds now cool. you've been you've been writing songs for other people besides yourself, and I know you wrote a song for Jason Maslow and Jordan um, <clears throat> Jansen. Are we ever going to hear those? Uh, yeah, I think so. I mean, uh, Jordan came in town uh, for three days, and, and and I wrote three songs for him. Um, I think one of them is probably going to be his first single, which is great. A very very cool kid. And, um, yeah, James Maslow, I wrote a song for him that he really liked, so that should be coming out pretty soon. The interesting thing about that is that it was about a month and a half ago, I was in the studio with him, and he just took a picture that just said, Saturdays in the studios. That's it. And it's been a month and a half. I'm still getting probably 30 retweets a day on that on that text, it's insane. It's kind of annoying. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll I'll have to check out your uh, your Twitter feed. Of course, I I subscribe to your Twitter feed anyway. But take a look at that. Uh, we've got uh, this is kind of interesting. Billy in uh, San Francisco says, "I like his music." And, uh, no, let me let me read it exactly. I like Eric's music, at least the songs that you played, but he seems all over the map. Is he a rock band or a punk band or an island band? What can we expect when we see him in a live show? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I guess you'll just have to come and check it out. You know, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm not. I've I've never been one of those artists. Um, I've never been one of those artists that's easy to pigeonhole. You know, my music is a mix is a is an organic mix with a little bit of uh, with a hybrid of of different new school elements. You know, and you just have to keep an open mind when you listen to. Uh, my music, and when you try to understand me as an artist instead of pigeon pigeonholing me because that's you know that's not really where I live. I like to move around, so if you can get on that journey with me you you'll appreciate the music even more all right well, I want to uh, play a little bit of a song we only got a couple minutes left, but here's the song that's a wonderful journey. This is Adelaide. That song is kind of an adventure. It sort of starts out like a jazz love song that moves into funk and then straightens out as pure high energy rock, but with a lot of flourishes. Um, how'd that come together? That song came to me in a dream. Uh, the idea was um, in the dream that I was um, in love with this woman, uh, but in in the dream state. And whenever I felt like I had to wake up. I had to leave her behind because I can take her uh, back with me in this world. And uh, that's what the whole song was about. It was just like we had this long relationship, but we would lose each other and find each other again. And every time I would see her, I'd be like, oh, you're still the same. You know? And that's, that's kind of what the whole, uh, when I woke up, the whole song was there. Well, it's a great song. And I, uh, like that, that's another one of those that you want to put on uh, repeat. Well, we must be having fun because we are pretty much out of time. Uh, and I want to thank you for, for coming back on the show a second time and uh, really appreciated it. Thank you. Thank you very much, Patrick. Thank you for everyone who's listening. Uh, I really appreciate it. That was Eric Zane. Uh, the new song is Spin the World. The album is Strolling. There's going to be a new album out, and you can uh, you can find out all about it at uh, ericzane.com. We're going to take a... A break right now, 
And when when we come back, we're going to move to the other part of the country, over over to the Florida coast. So stay with us. You're going to really enjoy this. We're going to have a lot of fun. Our troops aren't the only ones fighting right now. Thousands of military families are in crisis. They're fighting financial battles, how to pay the bills, even how to keep their homes and feed their children. You can help by supporting Operation Homefront, a national nonprofit that provides emergency assistance for military families and for wounded warriors when they come home. To learn more about how you can help, go to OperationHomefront.net. And we're back. This is Patrick O'Hepernan on Music Friday Live, and I want to hear from all of you. Of course, we have been hearing from you. You can email us at musicfridaylive at gmail.com. That's musicfridaylive at gmail.com. Or you can call in. You can call us at 347-215-7511, 347-215-7511. Well, we're going to have a great guest in just a minute. Alex Baugh is here from the Crazy Carls, but first, Got to give you a word from our wonderful sponsor, Solar City. Now, solar power is a huge win-win for homeowners, but a lot of people are reluctant to take the plunge into solar because, you know, the upfront cost. Well, Solar City, with Solar City, you can go solar for zero upfront cost on approved credit. That's right. Solar City will come out, they'll install a solar system on your home for free, and you only pay for the power you use. You know, just like you do from the utility company. But you use a lot less of it because the sun's making it, so your bills are lower, sometimes as much as 50% lower. Solar City pays for the system. It insures the system. It maintains the system. All you have to do is sit back and enjoy the savings. So if you've been ready for Solar City or for solar, but solar hasn't been ready for you, it is now at Solar City, America's number one clean energy provider. Now, how do you find out about solar power for your house? Well, I'm going to give your phone number. You knew I was going to do that. Phone number 909-618-6937. That's 909-618-6937. And when you call, tell them I sent you because you'll get a discount on your order. So 909-618-6937, and that's Solar City for Solar for your home. Well, the Crazy Carls are a wild bunch. Uh, they know how to get a party going, and they know how to keep it moving with music that spans genres from reggae to funk to rock. And they're innovators. They keep spinning new tunes and putting out new arrangements and new styles and new ideas. Their new CD, Owl Tattoo, delivers dance music with high-energy tracks and more intimate songs for grooving at the beach. So it's no wonder they have headlined venues throughout Florida and the Southeast and I think are on the edge of going national, which, of course, is why we asked founder and lead singer Alec Baugh of the Crazy Crawls to join us on Music Friday Live. Alex, welcome to Music Friday Live. Hello, hello. Thanks for having me. Well, Alex, um, in looking at your Facebook and Instagram photos, it looks like you were raised on the beach and probably on a surfboard <laughs> or a skateboard or both. Uh, um, yep. What got you off of the born the, out the, on the surfboard? Okay. <laughs> well, I like that. So, 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 what got you off of the surfboard and into music? Um, I, I would say music. It's it's first. You know, I definitely uh, become in love with the ocean and the beach. Um, but uh, my family raised me uh, in music. Uh, I played a lot of piano as a little kid, doing some recitals and classical music. Um, but then moved to guitar. I always wanted to play guitar. Uh, loved rock music, loved shredding. And from there, um, started writing my own songs and, and trying to sing. And uh, got really into songwriting and singing. And and uh, it's kind of just kept moving from there. And uh, put together a band, been in a couple of bands. Uh, put together the Crazy Carls when I was at UCF in Orlando. And... Um, you know, built a fan base, and it's just it's been growing and growing, and it's been really exciting. So, so you you played classical music at one point in your career, or one point in your I life. I did. Oh, yeah. I, does, I, I does still get down it, to some of that. <laughs> Good for you. Does does that influence <laughs> any of the songs that you write at all? Sure. I mean, I think 
I think uh, I, I listen to everything, so uh, I'm influenced by all genres and all styles. I think uh, I think it's good to be open for sure. Well, well, how did the the band come together? Uh, yeah, I was over at UCF, and um, my roommate at the time University was Crazy Florida. Carl. Yeah, yeah, in Orlando. Um, and my roommate at the time, Crazy Carl, uh, is a bassist. And uh, we would pretty much just write music and jam out for fun. And, um, you know, we started playing house parties and college bars in the area. And uh, we started getting better at it. <laughs> or at least more people were coming out and uh, getting worried about the new music and, you know, what we were doing. And uh, then uh, we realized, man, this could be cool. And uh, got some more members and started touring and, uh, you know taking it seriously. Well, Unfortunately, crazy, crazy call to leave the band, though. <laughs> oh, so he's not with the band any longer? No, no, he uh, moved away. But uh, we uh, still uh, carry his name on forever. I guess you do. Well, you've got a new <laughs> new EP out, uh, Owl Tattoo, yeah. which I, if I'm not mistaken, is your second. Um, and it's a big right. one. It's got, it's got eight songs on it, and there are a range right. of songs on it. Now, did, did this take a while to put together, or did you just were able to flow it right out? Um, it's, it's, that, it took a little while. I, you know, I like to, uh, really spend time on my songs and work on my songs. And, uh, one of those tracks I did out in California, um, which is a lot of fun, red lipstick. Um, and then, uh, the other tracks I, uh, wrote and recorded in, uh, Orlando at the studio, real feel recording, but, uh, it was, it was a process, but, uh, you know, a lot of fun. Definitely, uh, got to, create a certain sound that I felt was unique and uh, interesting, um, which, you know, people have seemed to enjoy. So, uh, yeah. Well, awesome. well since, you, since you mentioned Red Lipstick, uh, why don't we play a little bit of that so people know what all the excitement's about? Let's do it. This job downtown is a complete waste of time. Yeah, I'm losing my mind. My damn bar keeps me on the That's uh, that's an, uh, what I call an addictive earworm. You sort of can't get it out of your mind, um, <laughs> and that's a good thing too. I, I love the cool. way you you integrate storytelling lyrics into dance music. Now, so which came first, the lyrics Sweet. or the beat? Uh, I think in this with this one, uh, I thought of a cool story to write about, um, and uh, the, the lyrics and the idea of the song came first. Um, I think I remember I had a riff that I wrote that was funky but after i really focused on just the sing, uh, lyrics and the story i changed everything to really fit that because i thought that was the strongest part um so it, that was a fun song to record it's just uh it's definitely high energy so uh it's fun to play live too i would say it's a, a fan favorite is it a a song from your life especially the part about the downtown job being a waste of time <laughs> uh yeah for sure i uh i uh served at a restaurant that uh was not the most enjoyable restaurant <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right well speaking of uh making a living uh there you, you as a performer uh you have a song on the ep that that kind of talked a little bit about this uh well of course, it keeps us dancing. So let's listen to a, a little bit here of celebrity. Yeah. 
there's some great lines in that song. I, 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 <laughs> I, listen, I listen carefully. One of the lines there is, playing us all in your game, nothing spent to bring you fame, and then everyone is your best friend, a party chicken till the end. That's pretty yeah. cynical. <laughs> Did you know that person? <laughs> You could say that. (laughs) (laughs) They're out there. They're out there. uh, Well, when you become a big star, that's not going to happen to you, is it? Of course not. That would never. Well, speaking of on your way to being a big (laughs) star, I understand you're working on a a new project for this summer. You want to tell us about it? Oh, yeah, I'd love to. Um, It's something I've been working on the past couple of months, and uh, I'm super, super stoked about it. releasing um but uh it's got a it's actually got a very cali vibe to it so i think you'll dig it um also kind of retro um and i know you mentioned brian wilson it's got some of that vibe to it as well so um it should be uh should be great i'm really stoked about releasing this new music uh could be at the end of the month or early july so uh hopefully everyone can stay tuned check it out well, how, how are you going to be releasing it this streams or CD or what? Uh, it'll be distributed everywhere: iTunes, Spotify. Um, you know, we're gonna try and get it on some blogs and get some traffic. So, um, you know, if you really if can hit us up on Facebook and Instagram, we'll be, you know, spreading the word and letting everybody know. Um, but mostly online distribution um, of the first single, and then uh, a new EP will be coming. So there's, there's lots of new music that uh, I've been working on and. And I'm, that I'm very excited to show everyone. Okay. Well, this is a perfect opportunity for you, once again, to give everybody your URLs and your contacts. Sweet. Yeah. Um, if you want to hit us up on uh, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, it's um, the Crazy Carls, one word, C-A-R-L-S. And uh, on Facebook, it's facebook.com slash the Crazy Carls. Um, so, yeah, please. Uh, come, come, say what's up. Come follow us, and uh, you know, get ready for this uh, you know exciting summer. It's going to be a really good one. And they can find you also on iTunes and SoundCloud. Is that correct? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, iTunes, good. SoundCloud, Spotify, the Crazy Carls. Um, the Crazy Carls and on, out there. Yeah. On on Twitter, it's also the Crazy Carls too, because uh, yep. you don't want to do yep. just Crazy Carl because that's a guy who sells mufflers and turbos for engines. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you knew that. Yeah, There's no. also a deli that by that name too. Well, Alex, yeah, I noticed uh, that one. I noticed yeah. that one. <laughs> the crazy Carls have been tearing up Florida and the Southwest, and I, and I think even had a gig in New York. But uh, yeah. when people think Cold. of beach music or surf music, they usually think of California. The you know the Beach Boys, and especially now that the doc is out on uh, Brian Wilson. Uh, uh, right. So. What's the difference between Florida beach music and California beach music? Well, I mean, you know, I, I relate very much to California. I feel like California is, is, is the cusp. California, you know, kind of predicates what's going to happen, um, you know. So, um, but, you know, it's for me, I'm from Miami. Uh, I definitely have a, a Miami influence, um, you know, which is, you know, very dance. That's why our, our music kind of has a very dance vibe to it. But um, as far as beach music goes in Florida, we're very much influenced um, by you guys in California. I mean, on all facets when it comes to to surf, you know, surf acoustic music to uh, reggae music, um, you guys really are on the on the forefront of everything. But um, when it when it comes to my influence, I'm I'm just trying to take a broad perspective of of what's what's trending, you know, um, but also what is true to myself as a musician and, and my influences and where I've been and, and the whole thing. So, um, you know, I, I, I follow you guys. Okay. Well, I actually, from in listening to your music and other music, uh, beach music from Florida, and and since I grew up in Los Angeles with L.A. beach music and the Beach Boys, I, yeah. I think there's a lot yeah. more Caribbean influence in um, Florida. Yeah, and, and you know, and then there should be too. Uh we got a lot of emails. Right. So so why don't we cool. uh, turn to to the emails here? Um Iris in New York City says, "What? What? You've been in New York? How did I miss that? When are you coming back?" <laughs> yeah, we were there in April. Uh it was fun, but it was still cold. Um <laughs> but I'm sure, I'm sure we'll be back. Huh? Well, where where did you play? 
we play at the Delancey um, on the Lower East Side. It was cool. We had to bring some gear in the subway, um, <laughs> and uh, but we made it and uh, had a lot of fun. It was a cool little club down there. Uh, it was for a um, for a little uh, showcase for this PR company, um, EIPR, based out of Manhattan, actually. So uh, it was a lot of fun. Really cool vibe, and you know, just it, you know, everyone wants to play in the city, and and I love that city, so I really enjoyed it. Well, you're, you know, you're not allowed to play in New York unless you've slept through the subway at least once. That, that's part of the – that's an entry ticket. We have a number of people here who want to know if there are any good breaks on the Atlantic, and if so, what's yeah. your favorite break? Nice. Um, talking surf breaks here for those of you who yeah. are in the Midwest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, NSB, uh, New Smyrna Beach, uh, the inlet is, is my favorite break. Um, it's near Orlando, it's central slash North Florida, but it's, it's the most consistent break in Florida. It's very sharky, but it's awesome. Um, good, really good local scene and really good surfers out there. Um, I also love surfing, uh, South Beach in Miami, not very consistent, but, um, I've also surfed, uh, in the Outer Banks in North Carolina a couple of times, uh, chasing some hurricane swell and, uh, that place is great. Uh, it's, oh. it's. I don't know if you've ever heard of the Outer Banks, but it's just it's like. Oh yeah, I've been there. Yeah, yeah you've been did, there. Oh, it's yeah, awesome. Did um, did you um, uh, have a chance to get down to the beach when you were recording in uh, California? I did. Well, I've surfed the whole coast. Oh, a couple times. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. I'm looking forward to when you come <laughs> back to California again. Maybe I can meet you out there. Um, yeah, do it. We what, need... What's your spot? What's your What's your surf spot? Uh, well, I I grew up surfing in El Porto. Okay. Okay, and uh, I'm not yeah. sure I'm I, I'm not sure I'm up to it anymore. I've uh, long <laughs> ago s- switched to uh, um, long distance bike riding, but you know who knows? I was in Mexico uh, not too long ago and doing some uh, belly boarding. It's, it's with you know, a really good break, you know. So it's fun. Well, we need to get back to uh, a little bit of music here. After all, oh, this true. is a uh, a music program, and uh, good point. Um, here, here's here's an example of how you moved into pop territory. Now uh, you move into it pretty easily. This is abandoned ship. Why you stay within? Just because it's easy, easy. Oh, you know that he hides behind the shield of lies. You're not his only baby. You know, of course, the, the question that that everybody asks, I'm sure, is, did she abandon ship? I mean, after all, she you say she tried to say goodbye six hundred thousand times. Did one of those times work? Uh, you know, I, I, it did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the power of music, <laughs> right? It heals all. Uh, you know, it occurs to me, uh, Alex, that you have a lot of songs about women who either left or who never <laughs> succumbed in the first place. Um, and you have a lot yeah. of videos in which you are surrounded by beautiful women, usually in bikinis. So I assume that... Well, welcome you know, to Florida, are, man. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. I assume that those are just good songs and not life experiences. And, um, you know, after all, you're being a young band leader and a, and a surfer with dreadlocks. I'm sure you must have some allure for the ladies. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit, I think. Uh, okay, all right. Well, you know, uh, uh, so, well, since you know, it occurs to me that since uh, one of our e- emailers asked you to give away your favorite surfing spots in Florida, you'll probably right. have company there now. Hopefully, come on, oh, more the merrier. I mean, kind of. As all long right. as you don't like, uh, well, as long as you don't drop in all the time on me, you know, we don't want yeah, that. Yeah, right. And that that can be one of the problems with a good break is once it gets found out, everybody's there. And uh, yeah, I mean both both ones I mentioned are the most packed 
breaks in, in Florida, but they are for a reason. They're awesome, you know. But uh, I, I don't really mind surfing with tons of people. I like it. I, I like uh, it motivates me to shred. So, I mean, there, yeah. there's good moments and bad moments. Sometimes you just want to completely be on your own and not have to, you know, battle for waves. But it's also a, a fun vibe when, uh, you know, there's just tons of people out there, you know. Didn't realize we are going to get off into beach talk so much. Well, we got some more emails here. These, not, these are from uh, your home state. Uh, uh, Molly uh, in Tampa. Cool. And, and Molly wants to know if uh, she can ever see you in, a, in one of the little intimate clubs in Tampa. Of course. Uh, I love Tampa. Uh, we play a venue nearby, Janice Landing. Um, uh, we play that every now and then, every couple months. And uh, our, our most recent dates in Tampa, we played uh, Dunedin Brewery over there, and then we also played uh, Crowbar and Ebor. So, um, yeah, come on, just uh, hit us up online. We'll be announcing dates, and uh, let's hang out. Well, you know, it occurs to me that um, your music is pretty high energy. It's dance music, and yeah. uh, uh, being at a, a small, intimate club must be kind of difficult uh not not for me unfortunately uh <laughs> i mean i i I, uh, I go crazy i i just like to uh get the crowd involved as much as possible uh we went on a little tour funny enough with uh aaron carter and it was all pretty intimate sized venues and just slam packed um so it was a lot of fun just just really you know i i like connecting with people and being close to them, you know, especially if it's a good vibe. So, um, but I also like big stages too. I really do. Well, one of the nice things about the small intima clubs is that you can hang out with uh, your fans afterwards. Exactly. Yeah. That's always fun. Uh, Carolyn in St. Petersburg uh, wants to know, and you've probably been asked this before, but so I'll, I'll just read it. She says, I've seen your videos and I've seen your photographs and I love your hair. Does it ever get in the way on stage, or just does it become another way for you to dance and show off? Yeah, um, on stage it never really gets in the way. It's it's uh, it's. I'm in at this point. I've had them for like eight years now. Um, maybe maybe we should stop and tell people who haven't seen your videos that you've got really really long dreadlocks. I've got long dreadlocks. Yep. Um, but no, they're fun. I mean, they uh, try and involve them in my performance and. Uh, throw them around every, everywhere, you know, uh, add that extra excitement. But um, at this point, they don't really get in the way. I'm, I'm very much used to them. They're a part of me. And um, I think at the beginning, maybe. But um, uh, now I, I love them. And, and uh, you know, people recognize me for them. And, uh, and you know, it's it's fun. So well, they don't get in the way. Um, Natasha, who's apparently been looking at your, your videos, too, uh, wants to know how in the heck do you? Uh, that's not what she says quite, but how in the heck do you <laughs> surf in dreadlocks? Well, that's a good point. Sometimes it gets, um, I get weighed down for sure. That's why I, I got to cut them every now and then because uh, when dreads are soaked, uh, they're super heavy. Um, but uh, the salt water is actually really good for dreads. Uh, it dries them out and and locks them up and. And everything like that, especially when you're starting out dreads, the salt water is your best friend. So lots of surfers, especially like uh, in Latin America, you know, lots of surfers have dreads. Not as much in the U.S., um, but, you know, we we went surfing in Puerto Rico. You, you see dreads. You see surfers with dreads. Um, okay, well. But, yeah, sometimes i got, I got to cut them because they get a little heavy. <laughs> well, we're, we're, once again, we have veered off from the music track. So I'm yeah. Gonna... Bring us back in with a uh, a, a song. Um, this is uh, Let Me. Yeah.
I really like, love that song. I really love the hooks in, in, in that song. Uh, now, that was Thank released you. as a single, right? It was, yep. Um, there's a fun music video for that one. Uh, you guys should check it out on YouTube, Let Me. Um, I did that with my buddy Adam. We shot it here in Orlando, and, and I drove around the VW bus and pretty much had a blast. So um, <laughs> please check it out. You still have the bus? My buddy, it's my friend's bus. It's oh, awesome. Uh, and there's a great picture of you in front of a blue, looks like a 62 Chevy. Is is that yours? You seen that one? Woo. I have. Um, wow, yeah, we haven't released that picture yet. That, that's um, that's part of the new project. That's part of the new music. Um, but no, that that's over in like this uh, area in Orlando. It's a throwback area, Cabana Bay. Um, and uh, yeah, it's a gorgeous car. Well, I, I was going to ask you, uh, that was released as a single, and uh, a lot of your songs have been released as singles. Is this a strategy right. that you have of, of releasing singles uh, to build up a fan base before you release the uh, the albums? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, we're, we're, we live in a, a time where it's, it's definitely about the single, you know. Um, people like to you know, just dive into tons of different artists and tons of different songs and make playlists and online radio. So I think it's a it's a, a smart strategy to just really focus on a, a single to, like you said, get some new fans, get people excited and, and to uh, hone your brand and, and the whole thing, you know, because well, uh, people these days really get attached to a, a song. It you know. seems to, well. It seems to be working, and I suspect it's going to uh, cool. m- move your tours out of the, the Florida and the Southeast. And we're going to see you on the cool. West Coast. But but right now, what we're not going to do is keep talking because we're out of time. Right? Oh, uh, Alex, thank you so much for being with us. Uh, I, I had a great time uh, today. This has been lots of fun. Awesome. Yeah. No, I, I had a blast, and hopefully, I'll be on your side soon. Uh, I'll look for it. Uh, Alex Baugh, cool. the man is Crazy Carl's, and the new EP is Owl Tattoo, and he's got another one he's working on for this summer. Uh, the sources are iTunes and Amazon and SoundCloud, and don't forget their website, yep. thecrazycarlsmusic.com. And once once again, yep. we're going to have him back on the air when he's got the, the new project ready. You've been listening to Music Friday Live with Patrick O'Heffernan from Blog Talk Radio, the Cyber Station USA Network, and our radio affiliates. If you like our Facebook page and you follow our Twitter feed, you'll get a real-time update on all of our guests. Our producer is Lars Christensen. Our program director is Jason Bartlebin, and our intern is Angeline Serrano. You, you can download this and other Music Friday programs at blogtalkradio.com slash musicfriday. That's blogtalkradio.com slash musicfriday. You can get the podcast there. Be here next Friday. We're going to go back to Orlando, back to Florida, and we're going to interview the blues rock band leader, Janani. And we're also then going to shoot up to Brooklyn for a chat with the Indie Americana Trio, Bell House. So check our Twitter stream and our Facebook page for details. In the meantime, I'm going to wish you a great musical weekend, and we're going to hear a little bit more of Alex's music. i